That's probably Presbyterian. There's Assembly of God. There's Episcopalian. Um, Baptist, right in a row over here. Um, and then there's many small congregations. This is Here in the City. I'm Sarah Harris, and we are here in the city of Covina, California, with the Senior Redevelopment Manager, Nula Gasser. Thank you for inviting us. You're very welcome. We're glad to have you here. So can you describe what is the role of Covina's Redevelopment Agency? Covina's Redevelopment Agency is very active in the economic development of the city and um, generating of, of sales tax revenue that helps keep the city services flowing. Jerry Brown's um, plan to do away with redevelopment agencies will strongly affect our city. Um, we will have future meetings where we will be discussing that with the city council. We recently met and did put in place a housing authority, which hopefully will help to keep some of the, if, if Jerry Brown is successful, will help to keep some of our low to moderate income housing funds here in our city and under local control. So to what degree does the, um, the CRA, how are you involved in, in the housing issue for people who live in the city of Covina? 20% of all redevelopment tax increment funds received is set aside for the use of low to moderate income housing and low to moderate income people. Um, our city has had a rental subsidy program for seniors um, which we have not been accepting new people on since 2002 when the state legislator passed a law that restricted how, how that money could be spent. Um, in more recent days, we have um, signed a contract for $4.75 million for um, a housing, an 89-unit apartment uh, building where uh, we are going to retain it as low to moderate income housing instead of letting it go to market housing. And some of that money will be used to maintain it as low income, and some of it will be used to upgrade the building. So the agency, in its, as it administers the low mod funds, is very effective in the city in providing low to in moderate income housing. Ms. Gasser, why do you think is that the case here? Well, every city who has redevelopment funds has to use 20% of, of those funds for low to moderate income housing. It could be that it's not talked about very much. Um, every city is required by law now to post those low to moderate income housing units that they help with um, redevelopment low mod funds on their website. So almost anybody should be able to go to their local city and see how, how are those funds being used. It's important also to bring in sales tax and, and market rate housing because most cities want businesses that generate sales tax. Businesses that generate sales tax will only come to cities where the demographics show that they are, are people who will use those services. So it's a catch-22 situation and it's based partially on the, um, the way California is set up in that sales tax drives a lot of activity. Um, if the state legislator was the legislature was to change that and somehow find another way to share sales tax, that might make a difference in the fight over the sales tax dollar. 
And how many people live in the city of Covina? There's about um, 46,800 people who live in the city of Covina. Um, the city of Covina is the incorporated city, and there's many unincorporated pockets in the city, which has approximately 30,000 additional people who live in, in the same geographical area. And tell me a little bit about the place. How would you describe who lives here and what's it like to live here? I would call Covina a bedroom community. Um, most of the housing was built after the Second World War. Um, when the GIs came here, they came to these affordable houses that were built here. Um, the early orchards were removed and, and, uh, and houses were built in tracks. So um, it's, it's mostly a community of families. Of the 46,800 people, 62% are white, 5% are black or African-American. We have 10% Asian, and 17% describe themselves as other. Um, of, of that population, 40.3% are Hispanic. And of the entire group, 73.6% live in family situations and 26.4% in non-family situations. What have the main economic engines of the community been? Most of the businesses now are service businesses, such as healthcare and social welfare providers. We have a lot of doctor's offices, dentist's offices. We have a local hospital. We have a Metrolink station, which is one of the most heaviest um, boarded Metrolink um, stops on the San Bernardino line, which brings a lot of people to our town. Um, other businesses are manufacturing and retail. On our show today, we'll be talking about the National Homeless Census. And you were involved in helping to coordinate that here in the city of Covina, correct? That's right. I was the deployment site coordinator for, for the homeless count. Is there preliminary information about what that census looks like today and the last time it was conducted, which was two years ago, I believe? Each team that went out filled out a um, account sheet. And here in the city, since we counted our own city, we know what the results are. Um, we found our city is seven square miles, um, mostly residential, some commercial. Um, we found 12 individuals who were homeless, two cars, one van, one camper, and one tent where it looked like people were living. That compares to 2009 when we also participated in the homeless count. At that time we had five individuals who were found to be homeless, four cars that looked like they were being used as places of residence, and 11 campers. I'm wondering what the general sentiment is in your community you know, for that group of homeless people. Like, Is there a relationship? Do people know them? Are they from here? Um. I think it's been found that generally homeless people stay close to their roots if they can. And a lot of the people who are homeless in Covina may have grown up in Covina. Um, we have, um, the city itself has responded to this, to this situation. Um, the redevelopment agency purchased a home in 2006 for the purpose of 
working away at, at the homeless situation, and we have it set up for homeless women and children. And, and the city is a little unusual in that it has done that. Uh, the city applied for and got a, um, a grant through LASA, the Los Angeles Homeless Services Authority, who handles all the federal homeless money coming to Los Angeles. And that helps us provide case management services for the two families that live in the house rent-free. How did the city identify the need for that particular purchase and service? The city has been participating with the San Gabriel Valley Consortium on Homelessness, which is an, an organization that meets monthly uh, in West Covina. Annually, the, that group polls its service providers who are also members. There's a 50 to 70 service providers for homeless services. And homeless families were identified as one of the largest areas of need in the San Gabriel Valley as opposed to other places where maybe chronic homelessness is more of an issue. What have you seen, perhaps anecdotally and also as a representative of the city, happen in the past two years? Well, we've had a number of, of families go through our program. Um, the maximum time any one family can stay is 12 months, but it's felt that 12 months rent-free where they get a chance to save their money and they're actually they're required to save a certain percentage of their money. Um, to put it aside and then move on to permanent housing. What we've found is that since we do serve women with children, sometimes the women need some education in order to find a job that will pay them well enough to support their families, or, or they just need um, time to, to clear up other things in their background that got them into the situation where they find themselves. Our case managers work with them to do that, and I would say 90% of the families that have gone through our program have, have found it helpful and have moved on to permanent housing. So there's a really deep investment then in working with families who find themselves without housing. That's correct, yes. Um, our redevelopment agency put in place a second program for successful graduates of the house that um, their rent will be subsidized for the year after they leave the house if they find a place that they can afford in Covina and, and um, move to that house. We continue to support them for a year after they leave the program.